As I walk in through the doors of my college every day, I see the statue of Asclepius, the Greco-Roman hero and god of medicine. He represents the healing aspect of the medical arts. Mythology portrays Asclepius as a son of Apollo and Coronus. Apollo is the presiding deity of diseases and healing. He performed a cesarean on Coronus to save her unborn child. Asclepius fathered Hygieia, the goddess of cleanliness, Iasho, the goddess of recuperation, Asesso, the goddess of the healing process, Eagle, the goddess of good health, and Panacea, the goddess of universal remedy. This conception of Asclepius represents the vastness of the field of medicine. Medical science today is like a huge banyan tree that has spread its boughs and branches like an unfurled umbrella over humanity. But every tree originates in a tiny seed or a sapling, and the same is the case with medicine. Hi, you're listening to Nikhil Suresh and you can call me Nick. This is my first podcast for Inflame magazine, and I call it Modern Medicine, a Timeline. So let us begin at the beginning, which is the best place to begin. But the problem is that we can only guess at how medicine began. There are no surviving literature or graphics about this. Perhaps early humans never thought of disease as anything different from part of natural existence. So obviously there was no need to treat a disease. But at some point of time, diseases began to be viewed as supernatural in origin. They were thought to have been caused by evil magic or because one committed a blasphemous act. Human beings being human beings must have used their reason and experimented with nature in order to see how they derive benefits from it. So the use of natural substances like vegetables, roots, herbs, etc. form the basis of the notion of folk medicine. Magic, incantations and witch doctors also formed the part of early medicine. Medicine, as we see it today, evolved in time with technological advancement and still more experimentation. I shall try now to map the evolution of medicine from the ancient times to the modern. This story should begin with Egypt the seat of a great civilization once upon a time. Imhotep, the ancient architect there, is said to have extracted medicine from plants. He treated diseases such as appendicitis, gout and arthritis. It was believed that he helped people solve difficulties in their daily lives and cure medical problems. The Egyptians venerated and deified him as a physician and a healer. In ancient Babylon, anybody could be a doctor. But being a physician was a risky business. If you killed a patient while an abscess, your hands could be cut off. No wonder in our country, even today, people manhandle doctors when something goes wrong. This is in the land of the Vedas, which described various practices for treating diseases, but we digress. I was saying Indian sacred writing, especially the metrical passages of the Atharva Veda dating the 2nd millennium BCE set out the earliest concepts of medicine. Ayurveda is said to have been received by Dhanvantri from Lord Brahma and Dhanvantri was deified as the god of medicine. The Vedas mention treatment for such conditions as fever, cough, consumption, diarrhea, edema, abscesses, seizures, tumours and skin diseases. 
Vedic medicine lasted until about 800 BCE. Thereafter, till about 1000 CE, is considered to be the golden age of Indian medicine. This period is remarkable for the medical treatises Charaka Samhita and Sushruta Samhita. Vaghbata's treatises also appeared during this time. All later writings on Indian medicine were based on these works. China also has a medical tradition of great antiquity with treatises published as early as the 3rd millennium BCE. The medical knowledge of Egypt, Babylon, India and China became assimilated with developments in the field of medicine in ancient Greece where important symbols like Asclepius and Hippocrates were created. As we leave the ancient times, we find big changes happening in medicine. During the early centuries of the common era, Greek doctors, including the illustrious Galen, began practicing in Rome. Romans contributed precious little to the practice of medicine, but they set a great example of the world in matters of public health. During the early Middle Ages, the practice of medicine fell into the hands of the Christian church and Arab scholars. The greatest medical contribution of the Arabs was in the knowledge and preparation of medicines. The alchemists searched for the philosopher's stone, which they believed could turn common metals into gold. However, their experiments threw up a large number of substances, which were found to have medicinal value. Many of the drugs we know are of Arab origin. While Arabian medicine flourished, medical education was getting more organized in Europe. Italy established the medical school at Salerno, which was the parent of great medical schools founded in other parts of Europe. Religious foundations also established important hospitals and added treatment facilities to religious institutions. Now, we move over to the modern era in the history of humankind. The Renaissance medicine was influenced by two great scholars, Roger Bacon and Albertus Magnus. This was the time when human dissection slowly gained acceptance. This was also the time when anatomy and physiology were regarded as the primary aspects of medical learning. From anatomy, it was easy progress towards the practice of surgery. In Britain, surgery had been performed by barber surgeons. During this period, companies were established to regulate such surgical practice. Eventually, these companies became the Royal College of Surgeons in Scotland and in England. One of the fellows of the Royal College was William Harvey, who propounded the theory of blood circulation. This was the supreme 17th century achievement in medicine. There were several attempts made in the 17th century to discover an easy system of medical practice. Even physicians at that time believed in the royal touch as a cure of diseases and that witches really existed but there still was an atmosphere favorable to receiving new ideas. So physicians abandoned the search for easy methods to medical knowledge and agreed that straightforward clinical observation was the best art in medical practice. But as we move to the 18th century, we can find physicians who were continuing to look for simple ways to healing the sick, like administering alcohol and opium. Medical centers of Europe became hotbeds of arguments for and against such practices. Then came Samuel Hahnemann, the founder of homeopathy. The science of modern pathology began in the 18th century with post-mortem examination. A highly significant medical advance in the late 18th century was vaccination.
Edward Jenner's inoculations were responsible for eradicating smallpox in England. Public health and hygiene received a lot of attention in the 18th century. Population statistics began to be kept, health legislation was initiated, and hospitals were established for a variety of purposes. Insanity began to be considered an illness rather than a curse or the handiwork of the devil. Let's now fast forward to the 19th century, a significant period in the history of medicine. It was a period of large number of discoveries and a great number of eminent doctors. What is the most prestigious symbol of being a doctor? Every student of medicine, including I myself, is excited to have it on him or her. Post for pictures, flaunting it. Yes, the stethoscope. It was invented in the 19th century. New methods of microscopy and injections revealed the full structure of the human body. Physiology became established as a distinct science. The most spectacular advance in the 19th century was the conclusive demonstration of germ theory. The science of bacteriology was established thanks to the works of Louis Pasteur. Joseph Lister drew on the work of Pasteur and introduced the antiseptic principle into surgery. By the end of the 19th century, microorganisms that caused tuberculosis, cholera, and many other diseases were identified. General anesthesia was the most famous contribution by the United States to medical progress in the 19th century. Spectacular advances were made in diagnosis and treatment with the discovery of X-ray and of radium. The phase of medicine changed beyond recognition with a plethora of discoveries and advancements made in the 20th century. The enormous improvements in communication between scientists led to a rapid progress of medicine. Specialization increased, but teamwork became the norm. Diagnosis and treatment became precise and effective with the development of ultrasound, CT and MRI. Chemotherapy revolutionized the treatment and control of infectious diseases. Alexander Fleming discovered the wonder drug penicillin. Vaccines became available for more diseases such as polio, influenza, yellow fever, etc. The discovery of insulin was the outstanding achievement of 20th century, throwing light to the cause of diabetes mellitus, which is the most common disease in the world. The two world wars brought a lot of attention to blood transfusions. Blood banks were organized on a large scale across the Western world. Surgery arrived at climax in 1967. The South African surgeon Christian Bernard performed the first human heart transplantation, which opened up a large number of medico-surgical possibilities, including transplants of lung, liver, and kidney. Now coming closer to home, the cataclysmic events in Western medicine had their impact on India too. Western colonialism introduced Western medicine into India. The Portuguese were the first to introduce Western medicine into India in the 16th century. The English East India Company set up medical departments for the welfare of its troops and employees. Later, the British established medical colleges that trained natives to practice surgery and medicine. Western medicine in India has coexisted with indigenous systems of medicine like Ayurveda, Siddha and Yunani. Today, there exist immense possibilities of integrating Ayush systems with modern, also known as Western medicine. Now, medical science has come a long way. Thanks to technology, we have advancements such as gene therapy, 3D printing, robotic surgery, smart vaccines and better treatment options. 
Finally, I would also like to add that the prevailing pandemic has brought us together in a sad experience for more than a year. And we are optimistic that brighter days are just ahead of us. This is Inflame Magazine. You were listening to Nick. Thank you. Thank you.